0: good morning hello welcome to the drama pod we're back this is your first time my name is rachel and i'm anna
1: i'm drinking a smoothie i have coffee i'm not doing it while we record though because that's rude
0: (laughs) i gotta bulk up we're going to the gym after this bulking season. Rachel's (laughs)
1: bulking and I'm running. So I don't know how we're. I really am bulking. I gained
0: like five pounds over the past like two months of my activity or movement increase, increase in movement, aka weightlifting. (laughs) Also, I will say in the month of March, I am 10 days streak, movement streak. So you started the second or the third? So March 1st through March 10th, i did movement every single day wow the only day i skipped was yesterday so why happened yesterday actually i didn't do anything yesterday i just i don't know it just ha- so happened that i didn't also a lot of those were walks walks like a is one great mile walk so it's not like i was weightlifting every day but that's the longest streak i've ever had in my life actually, so i would like a round of applause Yes, yeah, no last this is a shout out to you last shout out sunday
1: It was the wildest thing happened, actually. I'm over here at Rachel's house, me, Rachel, and Chelsea, and I'm passed out on the deck because I was exhausted. And Rachel's like, I want to go on a walk. I was like are you kidding me like the one time I'm actually dead right now I needed to maintain my streak really wanted to go so we did and then she's like I'm going to keep going it was like that one time that you were really inspired to go on a walk and it was when my foot was broken I was like I'm sorry I can only go I actually
0: did two miles that day which is more than usual I was mad I was like wow she's ready to go when I'm not it's the year of health for me some would say Also a few days ago, I was at my mom's dermatology office and she has this new machine where you can put these, I don't like this thing. You can say it now, put these things on your abs or literally whatever muscle you want. And it's like a radio frequency. Oh my gosh. And it sends like pulses to your muscles and it contracts them for you. So it's literally (laughs) like you don't have to do anything and you can build muscle. So I did that for 30 minutes on my abs just to like test out the machine and it was the craziest feeling ever. It felt like a really strong vibration. Almost like a workout. No, it didn't feel like a workout. It and then should. the next day, unfortunately, I wasn't sore. But that's probably because I was a baby and I didn't go to the highest setting. Because yeah. yeah. I was just like freaked out by the whole concept. Um, but it's really cool. It's called the Evolve Machine. If you have... A, a thousand
1: d- dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, if you have a dermatologist uh, in your area, you may be interested in looking at that. It's the coolest thing ever. It's like a life hack. hmm Life hack. Get fit. Life hack. Don't work. Don't do anything. Uh-huh. Get fit. But it's super expensive. Like, it's... I think it's like $1,000 a month. And then you go, like, once a week or something. I'm gonna say just go to the gym, but...
1: To each their own. That's cool. I'm glad you got to try it out. I Thanks. refuse to, but... <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, so... Then I don't... If I do that, I don't know what's real for the rest of my life. Like, I that know, breaks yeah. the barrier it's in my mind. It's not something
0: I would do regularly, but it is a really cool concept... Yeah, no, it is. So, what was your high? Your race is coming up. ETA
1: seven days. When this is coming out, so next Saturday is it race day? It will be. Yeah, well, it comes out at five a.m. or whatever. Our race starts at seven, so I guess by the time most people wake oh, up, it'll be done. Guys, but very nervous. Not gonna lie. Everybody wish her luck.
0: Pray yeah. for Anna.
1: So we'll we'll see how it goes. But my high this week, I had a really good week at work uh again which was nice i had really cool conversations at work about um christianity which was unexpected but refreshing interesting so and i didn't start it either either time which was also shocking to me
0: the lord is using you
1: well they were already christian but yeah
0: i don't really have any updates um nothing exciting happening in my life which i feel like is pretty relatable some (laughs) weeks some weeks are just boring looking forward to this week we're meeting michelle Oh yeah, it's coming up. And your race is coming up, and I'm going to Washington, D.C. in a few weeks. So when are you going then? Last week of March. So, today's vocab word is discomfiture. It's a noun. Plural would be discomfitures. A feeling of unease or embarrassment. Awkwardness. Anna blushed and lowered her eyes in evident discomfiture when she realized that Rachel was right. How is it different than just discomfort? That's a great question. Because I guess discomfort can mean like physically, like if you're in pain too, but this is more like embarrassment, awkwardness. Yeah. The mental state. I finished uh, inventing Anna last night. I'm assuming that's the Anna you're referring to in this (laughs) sentence. So what do you think of the show in general?
1: I agree in terms of the first half was okay, but way different than the second half kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting. I think it was very different, and that's what I liked about it. Like, it's not very typical. Mm-hmm. The plot was interesting, and I liked her accent.
1: Well, that was, like, the most annoying thing, but sure. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, like, practice it. Uh, yeah, she, actually, Rachel's pretty good at it. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> but you're going to give us an example? Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> no, I
1: won't. <laughs> <laughs> too to embarrassed. This is I'm just so much discomfiture out here. <laughs> I have
0: discomfiture. <laughs> well. I am watching Good Girls Season 4. Have you seen it?
1: I don't oh wait good girls i like that one i was thinking of the working
0: mom one no 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 that uh, one's more like a goofy yeah
1: i actually like good girls i need to i didn't realize that was the yeah. one that it was i need to watch that
0: okay yes i, I haven't that's on netflix and in, in case anyone needs a show uh what else i am currently reading ugly love by colleen hoover everyone's raging about her everyone's reading her book so i'm like all right let me give it a shot yeah it's very graphic (laughs) depictions of lovemaking which don't get me wrong I can tolerate it but I feel like it's in every chapter and I am already 45% of the way through so I'm questioning I'm questioning if I should keep reading it if the whole book is like this if all of her books are like this 45% of the way through probably so at least not all of her books are though because I have read one of them yeah that's not I don't know not getting good vibes but uh everyone loves her so gotta give her a shot So today's episode (laughs) is on embarrassment and confessions. Basically, anything that you've done that's really embarrassing, today's episode is about that. We're going to start off by reading some facts about embarrassment and some studies on it just to kind of understand this feeling, this... I wouldn't say it's an emotion, but it's definitely a feeling that people have. Embarrassment's not a f- an emotion? I don't think it's an emotion. I think it's a feeling. Let's read this first link. This is from APA or AKA the American Psychological Association. So we can trust them 100%. Um, Are you sick? No allergies don't get me sick for my race i, all I, I stopped taking my claritin just off all of the pills <laughs> i wanna like i don't want to be on it like for the rest of my life so i'm currently like sneezing again 20 times a day and i just uh, every now and then i just get off of it and then get back on <laughs> okay here's an interesting art uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> like <a> childish laugh <laughs> Okay, here's an interesting excerpt from the article. Matthew Feinberg, PhD, explored the social benefits of embarrassment. The researchers found that people who tended to express more outward signs of embarrassment while describing their embarrassing moments, such as tripping or passing gas in public, also reported a tendency to be more prosaical, that is, kinder and more generous. I feel like pros- did we use the word prosaic? I thought it was prosocial no it's prosaic oh wait it's pro-social <laughs> i don't but i feel like prosaic is also prosaic is a word that, that we did. means like something positive yeah i'm looking it up that's weird yeah it is pro-social so kind and generous in fact those easily embarrassed people proved to be more generous in a lab experiment in which they were asked to share raffle tickets with strangers more easily embarrassed or more easily able to talk about it. I feel you like easily it. able to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Which, Which makes sense. Like You'd- a red flag would be someone who gets embarrassed and like refuses to admit that they're embarrassed. Yeah. Which I think is a lot of people that know. Yeah. Like like
1: I know a lot of people yeah. like that. <laughs> I am like that sometimes. Like But if you it's kinda like if you own up to it and you're like, Oh, whatever.
0: Yeah, that is so interesting. The more
1: that makes sense. I I'm thinking in my head of people who are like who would tell stories and include these facts and they are usually people who I'd want to be around in terms of like yeah. they're pleasant, they're fun they don't take themselves too seriously i guess
0: when the person expressed embarrassment in the study uh the participants found him more trustworthy and wanted to affiliate with him more yeah so it's just like this this person's real yeah they tell the truth like they tripped they farted they told the truth about it and like it's more trustworthy versus someone being like no i didn't fart they're more relatable, some might say. Yeah. It's
1: like you little YouTubers out there. You know, the more relatable, the better. Exactly. People like that.
0: Exactly. You can't hide your flaws. Everybody farts. It's just not everybody owns up to it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> People don't usually enjoy experiencing embarrassment, Feinberg says, but in the bigger social picture, there is a plus. Because if I'm like hiding something and then you say it and you're
1: like, oh, no, I was I'd hiding be like, that. I saw exactly. you fart.
0: <laughs> I heard you fart. No, and you're going to tell like, me that you
1: didn't. <laughs> it would be more like if you said that, I'd be like, oh, I didn't know we were allowed to say that. That's kind of
0: fun. It's like walls down, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vulnerability. Exactly. Mutually vulnerable. On the other hand, embarrassment does have a dark side. On first blush, embarrassment may seem like a very benign emotion, but as you start to explore the motivational effects that embarrassment has, there are substantial real-world consequences. Even people risking their health or their lives. Shopping for condoms. (laughs) Researchers at Duke University found that buying condoms often elicits embarrassments. I mean, I can only imagine. (laughs) Potentially putting people at risk of sexually transmitted diseases and unwanted pregnancies, If they're too mortified to take the prophylactics through the checkout lane. Also, men may fail to get prostate exams. Women could skip mammograms. Seniors may avoid using hearing aids. And people of all stripes might fail to mention awkward symptoms or avoid the doctor altogether.
1: Yeah, it's funny. The things we do to fit in despite knowing it's against what we should be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though everyone says like go to the gynecologist. It's like being poop shy like saying i have to poop yeah yeah i'm bad at that that's what i'm honestly most nervous really because you tell me that all the time (laughs) i know but it's i can't do it i can vocalize it i can't do it
0: you can't poop yeah what what do you mean vacation oh so you have no issue saying like hey i have to poop but you have a hard time actually doing it well i
1: can't say i'll say like i need to poop today but i can't it won't happen
0: oh that's like your body being like I know that's what i'm saying in conservation mode i i i've experienced that a few times when i'm traveling yeah that's what that
1: is the mi- like the biggest concern for next weekend is like friday night saturday morning
0: when am i gonna poop <laughs> you heard here I, first <laughs> but i don't think that's so much about embarrassment it's I mean, just it like
1: because i'm like okay well i'm gonna be sharing a hotel room with five other people for other
0: people okay what if you had your shine. own room for whatever reason I'll be fine. okay so saying. it's not like that you're traveling and your body's like in shock of like a new I mean, environment it probably is, but i've never traveled alone so i don't know what the or like right. if i
1: have my own bathroom then it would be different i guess for no reason like everyone yeah. knows we all are trying to like, you know what i mean no, like, I, and i, I openly talk about it it still happens <laughs> sorry i derailed but it's true like i know what's good for my body and i'm not doing it
0: yeah the good news though is that others may not judge us as severely as we judge ourselves I mean, that's, that's true. true. We're a like, critic. Most yeah. people probably don't even realize the things that we are
1: worried about Also, internally. I
0: feel like when someone, let's say someone does fart in public and okay. you hear it and you know that it was them, I feel like we would all try to make that person not feel embarrassed by like not acknowledging it or like going with whatever that person wants to go about yeah. it. Like if they're yeah, like yeah. clearly embarrassed... And just don't. No one's it. gonna bring it up. Yeah. Like everyone is aware of secondhand embarrassment and I feel like we all want to avoid it at all costs. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's a plus. It's, it is a plus, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna know what your most embarrassing moment is. So this episode is not only embarrassing, but also confessions. So okay. confessing something that you've never confessed before, something stupid you did. Um for, and you have to say yours too. confession or embarrassing? Either one. Okay. So for me, we're doing it now. Hold (laughs) on. I'm going to say mine now. I'm not ready. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) So when I this is stupid, but when I was like six or seven, I was in the grocery store with my mom. I feel like we all have these moments where we steal. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Probably.
1: I I don't. This was like my first time stealing. My first time. First of It it was a
0: slippery slope after that. No. I was like, oh, I really want these Listerine mouth melts. Like, you know, those strips (laughs) and then you just put them on your tongue. They were so cool back in the day Yeah, they were all the rage. So we were in the checkout line at Publix. I grabbed one and I held it. Just one slip? Just one. (laughs) No, one pack. It was like small enough to fit in my palm at the time. So I, I was holding my palm really tight, like a clenched fist. And we were walking out the store. My, my, Fist clenched, and eventually my mom was like, what's in your hand? Open your hand. Show me what you have in your hand. And I was freaking out. I was like, no, no, it's nothing, it's nothing. <laughs> <And> so... <laughs> she like pried my hand open and it was this little pack of listerine melts and she was like oh my gosh you stole it from the <laughs> store you're going to jail and i was like no 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 don't take me away and so we had to walk back in i had to apologize to the cashier i was like i'm sorry i, I took this and then my mom was like so disappointed in me did you pay for it or did you just return i it? think i just returned it i mean it was like 50 cents you didn't even so. get your strip. So yeah, sad. and I I don't even know why that's what I decided to steal. Like it's the most random thing, um, but that I would say that's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. That wow, so wow, you lived a
1: pretty good <laughs> life. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> this is not. it uh, kind of is embarrassing. I like straight up lied to my dad one time. Like l- just <laughs> only once, but like like to his face, like straight up. Like, I kind think I was like s- I was gonna say seven. Actually, that's not no. Probably like ten. And I remember I was walking upstairs to go to bed. And I, I remember being really, really like embarrassed after this too. And he's like, have you brushed your teeth yet? I don't even know. Like He was like, I remember sitting in the chair and kind of like your kid's going to bed. And he's like, have you brushed your teeth yet? And I was like, yep. <laughs> like just straight up said yes. And I'm like chewing gum, something to the effect of where I obviously had it's not brushed like my teeth yet. the most benign I thing know, ever. It didn't matter at all. And I remember going upstairs and feeling horrible. And then him like me realizing like he definitely knows kind of thing. And then I think I went downstairs like crying to him. Like, I didn't brush my teeth. I'm so sorry. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was a really guilt conscious child. Like I can I, tell. Yeah, because I lied about that all the time I, I don't know why this one bothered me but
0: i That was like your first conscious like, like to realization face. that you're a sinner my mom would do the same thing but she would ask me if i washed my hair And for whatever reason, I did not want to wash my hair as a kid. So I would stand in the shower, just let the water fall on my hair, and be like super gross, and then walk out with wet hair and be like, "Yeah, see, I washed my hair." And she would smell it, and she would be like, "No, you didn't. I can smell the grime on your hair." The things we do as kids. It's like why? Why were we so against basic hygiene? That's a great question. I think it's just because like we wanted to rebel in a certain way, and we were just like, "Screw that! I don't want to do that." Like, not want to brush my hair. Yeah, I was against it. Well, you got to think of something better because that's like so. I remember. Okay,
1: I'll think of more, but I remember feeling awful. I guess, which maybe I don't know if that equates to confession, embarrassment. Yeah, yeah,
0: confession. Another article is the American Scientist. And this is about embarrassment as well. According to Rowland S. Miller, who's a social... Scientist. Scientist. PhD man, probably. He says that what lies at the root of embarrassment is the anticipation of negative evaluation by others. We become embarrassed when we perceive that the social image we want to project has been undermined and that others are forming negative impressions of us. So I wonder if that means we can't be embarrassed without other people. You know what I mean? I don't think the... I would agree would be because there. like it, when you are by yourself at home, you're not embarrassed. Do you do thing. embarrassing yeah. things and like you don't care. Yeah. It's um, funny too because you have different friends that you're like or different people,
1: you know, that you're able to do certain level of embarrassing things. Isn't yes. it weird?
0: Yes. It's so
1: odd. It's like you reveal more of your true self. Yeah, we're self. like such social beings where it's like yeah. there's ranks and levels of acceptance.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day, it's all about the ego because the ego wants to be seen as, you know, this perfect person. Thing.
1: Yeah, but it's funny that we like let certain people see certain things, and it's not even like a, a matter of closeness per se.
0: I think it's also a matter of like what that person has revealed to you. Like if yeah. that person does something weird with you, you feel comfortable doing it with them, even though That's you valid. may not be best friends. That's valid. So. Embarrassment is likely to arise when a person anticipates a disruption of smooth social interaction and faces a situation without a clear sense of the social expectations governing the behavior. According to the awkward interaction or dramaturgic account, (laughs) it is not that the person is worried about making a bad impression per se, but rather that he or she does not know what to do next. So this is a separate theory from the egotistical theory. This is a separate one that says it's not that we are worried about the self worried about other people it's about like we just don't know what's going to happen and we like to know what the future holds
1: yeah so like it's the environment has now changed into unknowingness kind of it's like what what's what's expected what's normal yeah and there's someone who's good at these things would be like able to smooth it over quickly you know what i mean yeah like
0: quick on your feet handle able the to situation navigate. yeah and lastly michael lewis american scientist embarrassment does not seem to develop until a child has shown the ability to recognize the figure in the mirror is her or himself this normally occurs between about 15 and 24 months of life much later than the emergence of other emotions such as anger fear and jealousy so interesting makes sense it all it takes is so self-awareness yeah. to be embarrassed. The first discernible cases of embarrassment in young children seem to fit more closely with the awkward interaction model, which is, for example, being intensely complimented will readily embarrass many toddlers. However, by three years of age, youngsters are doomed to feel embarrassment when they don't meet the expectations of others. So sad that it's at such a young age. Yeah, we just become innately aware you know it's interesting i think in
1: terms of like they just talked about too how it's a social like almost cultural thing like mm-hmm. imagine like isn't that cool that you can have different cultures have different things that would be embarrassing and not just yeah. because it's whatever it's deviating from the norm but the yeah. norm can be different from different places mm-hmm. so you could be like totally in a situation that something would be embarrassing and it not be perceived that way and vice versa yeah
0: so next time you see a toddler just compliment them a lot <laughs> and then they're like blushing they go crawl in a hole. What would you even say to a toddler
1: to compliment them? Wow, good them? job. That, You're so artwork is so good. Wow. How old are you, four? Oh my gosh, four is so fun. I guess toddler is younger than four. Two years old? You're so what? tall.
0: You're so big and strong. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Get the little That's kid tall. That's the talk. funniest thing ever. <laughs> All right, we're finally going to dive into your confession emails. We have some really funny and good ones, but... Before we do that, I just want to read one email from the other episode about guys and girls being friends. I swear this will be the last time we talk about this, but this was a really sweet email. We've got like 10 emails uh, giving us feedback on the episode, so we really appreciate everybody sending in an email. We're not going to read them all because it would just take the whole time, but thank you, everybody, and let's read this one. Do you want to read it? No, let you read these. I read... All of the studies.
1: Okay, but sure. I'm, I can't promise I'm do not your part. commentary while I do this. That's you what I'm saying. I'm not anytime reading. I don't want to read. Okay, whatever. This woman is responding to the episode in which I come off horrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <So. clears throat> oh, my dear girls. <laughs> <laughs> I was never, ever going to write. I am not in your demographic and I don't want to freak you out. I'm a 48-year-old woman, a Christian, mother of two adults, ages 26 and 21. I stumbled upon Rachel's vlog and was deeply touched that she was a committed Christian. Kudos to you. I also am married to a handsome man of Asian descent.
0: Rachel? AMWF, maybe. Yeah. Asian male, white female. At least that's what I am. I'm not assuming that you're white.
1: She says, Rachel, you will have beautiful babies. Thank you. She knows that for a fact. I've continued to watch the vlog because Rachel reminds me of when I was a young bride. You are so much more smart and capable, though. Wow. Wow, I should really hack you up. (laughs) And it is such an exciting time in your life, though you may not know it. My husband of nearly 30 years, I was married at 19, and I are just enjoying the empty nest after many years of being devoted parents. It has been the best experience in my life to raise the two children I love most with the man who has been the most amazing father I have ever seen. It has been an honor to parent with him. This is happy. It is happy. I love this email. I enjoy your podcast because you girls remind me of my children. (laughs) Anna, you are so like my analytical son working on his PhD in biostatistics. We could go work together. It's kind of analytics there. Rachel, you are like my daughter who is bright and creative, but can feel the press of people when she has been around crowds. I love that you aren't ashamed to live for God. I had to write in because I'm concerned that Rachel is going to be bombarded with criticism from people who don't understand the boundaries you have put on your relationships with those outside your marriage. Rachel, you are right in all (laughs) capitals, letters with five exclamation points. I cannot tell you how many people, even in our small Christian community, have fallen into adulterous relationships due to friendships with the opposite sex. And believe me. They never set out to cheat what you have done rachel is keep your marriage safe while you have repeated over and over that this is just you your and AJ's personal commitment and no one else needs to follow your lead i actually believe it would be better if all married people made the same commitment you are wise beyond your years i actually stopped the podcast and replayed it for my husband you remind me of us that we need you remind me you <laughs> you reminded us that we need to have the discussion with our children They will make their own choices in their marriage if they get married, but they will know our feelings on the subject. When single, of course, men and women can just be friends, but after the marriage, a safety net or mini must be put in place. And I'm thankful that my husband and I were always on the same page. God bless you both with much love from a mom in Texas. All right. Can I get one sentence out just real
0: fast? We also, I do want to say we did get a few emails that agreed with Anna. So I'm not like trying to only read this one. We're just just trying to paint
1: a narrative here.
0: (laughs) I I just really thought this was a really sweet email. I agree. Okay. First of all, I don't know if
1: we want to... This is just, I will do it in two sentences or two minutes. Not even. Okay. The question was, can a guy and a girl be friends? My answer, Yes. We went deeply into marriage as a topic, and I think that's appropriate, but that is a situation. My answer the entire time was just, can a guy and a girl be friends? And I still think that is true. I am pro, and I do think boundaries should exist within marriages. I am not anti that in the slightest, and I think what you have done is appropriate and should be like contingent upon each relationship. Not against that at all. Just <laughs> simply answering the question, can a guy and a girl be friends? yes. And I still believe that to be true.
0: Thank you, Anna, for sharing your uh-huh. thoughts. I got
1: roasted a lot this week. <laughs>
0: let me just tell you.
1: I was like, I, literally a guy friend just texted me right now. So I don't know what to
0: say other than I guess these yeah, friendships I, are not true. <laughs> no, we, uh, we did the best we could by trying to explain our views. And sometimes I, it doesn't come off clear and that's fine. <laughs> the
1: end of the podcast too was definitely us just talking about friendships. Yeah. More than guy and girl friendships. And if we weren't really clear about that to like, 10 minutes after talking about that which i think was like i you and i knew talking to one another but then listening back i was like oh yeah that sounds like we're still talking about aj and you
0: so anyway noted all right let's dive into these confessions omg pregnancy embarrassing moment So I had to get a three hour glucose test done during my pregnancy and I took the drink and had my own private waiting room so they could draw my blood and I got the drink down fine. About 10 minutes later, I projectile vomited all over the floor in the waiting room on myself and filled the trash can about halfway up with this glucose drink and just sat there for a while. (laughs) I didn't know what to do so I finally decided that I wasn't going to tell the nurse and I was just going to pretend like nothing happened, get my blood drawn and so I went to the bathroom and got a bunch of paper towels and came back and was scrubbing the floor on my hands and knees with these paper towels praying that the nurse didn't come in that time. The nurse calls me to do my second round of blood work and my shoes are sticking to the floor as I walk because this glucose drink is really sweet. So I'm walking to the chair (laughs) and my shoes are going rip, rip, (laughs) rip. So being the paranoid person I am, I got the trash ca- <laughs> I got the trash out of the trash can and put it in another trash can in the hospital. I got scared because I thought that the nurse was going to run my blood work and somehow know that I had thrown up and then tre- check the trash can. So I put the bag Uh-oh. of vomit in my purse. Oh my god! And I have not told anyone about it until now. Humiliating. My doctor at the next appointment goes, "Wow, your glucose <laughs> levels are amazing." This is an example of how Im- far we go to avoid. <laughs> also, like you could have pre 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 uh, pre diabe- gestational diabetes. You could have gestation she could be diabetic it's called gestational diabetes when it happens when you're pregnant you could have that and you wouldn't even know because you threw up your drink and you refused to take the test again i love the effort that was put into it and then
1: the icing on the cake is in the freaking purse like she's putting her vomit
0: she's walking out of the doctor's office with a bag of vomit I feel like this is one of the most safe environments I, exactly, where like, you could be like, Hey, I threw up because you know what? They would be like, you know what? That's probably a sign of this. Or that's a symptom of this. Like if you can't tolerate the <laughs> glucose drink, that's probably not a good sign. So there, I feel like yeah. <laughs> this is crazy, but thank you for admitting this. You are forgiven we forgive you.
1: The first half of this I have kind of done before. Um, Right before COVID, I had the stomach bug at work and I didn't know that obviously. So I'm at work and I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling too great. And I started walking to the bathroom in person and I puked on the floor at the office kind of thing, right? Oh, this is a much better story than the brushing teeth one. It is embarrassing. And I was, I guess, but I never throw up. So it was really weird for me to do that. I was like, oh, interesting. But I'm like, crap. I'm in the hallway, like someone is going to go to the bathroom soon and see this. So I'm like running in the bathroom and like immediately like trying to clean it up as fast as I can. So no one sees that I've thrown up on the floor kind of thing. And so I'm like doing this, picking all the stuff up. I got it like mostly cleaned up, but I'm like starting to not feel well again. I was like, I got to do something. Like, I don't know what's going on kind of thing. So I'm like walking to my boss and like, trying not to get close to him and be like hey i'm not feeling well i just kind of like threw up like blah, blah, blah. and he told me to go home and i was like it gets even worse i was like okay sounds good like i can see like there's still a stain on the floor kind of thing where i threw up and like at least it it's was not on noticeable. carpet oh yeah carpet it's not a beautiful oh, setting oh no yeah. well then i'm leaving to go out and there's like a parking garage right where we park our cars I'm in the middle of the parking lot and I start puking in the parking lot kind oh of my thing. gosh like people are like around me kind of thing and I was like now how am I gonna clean this up I'm literally outside I'm also like how can I drive home that was 12 minutes that just passed like I'm gonna be puking in the car like while driving home kind of thing you gotta get a, get a bag with you I I just like quickly like after as soon as I realized I was like unstoppably puking I was like I gotta get in the car right now kind of thing and drive home was like 10 minutes away and I did but until it rained the parking garage. I was like, I'm not parking like anywhere near there because it was still there. Anyway. Oh my like, gosh. I was like, who did that kind of thing? Like, <clears throat> not me. I pooped the rest of the day, by the way. It was a horrible experience. That's a good story. Yeah. I didn't see anyone for two days. And then like I said, COVID was
0: the next weekend. So I didn't see anyone for three and a half weeks after that. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm sure someone listening has put poop in their bag. Like imagine you're <laughs> at your boyfriend's house. Poop? Like imagine you're on a date. Like a first date and, and you, you go to this guy's house, house and you poop.
1: Sometimes you can't control it. I'm not anti the pooping at someone's house. i like, <laughs> if poop comes, I'm always pro the situation. But why are you <laughs> scooping it out and taking it with you? Because let's say the toilet doesn't flush. <laughs> then you have the plunger. What if there's no plunger in the room? So you're telling me you clogged up the
0: toilet at your I boyfriend's house did. on a first date and your first response is, let me scoop it out. <laughs> I would probably, I've thought about this multiple times because- Whenever I'm at like a friend's house or something and I have to use bathroom, I'm so aware. I flush the toilet first to see if it flushes, make sure everything's working properly, and then I do it. But I've always like kind of knew in the back of my head, okay, if this doesn't flush and there's no plunger, I'm probably going to scoop it out, put it in a bunch of toilet paper and and put it in the trash. Okay. And then like Mm. take the trash out probably if I can without them realizing. Just like say the toilet is clogged. No, I wouldn't. I don't think I would. Unless I was like friends enough with the person to like not be embarrassed. Imagine the night is young. And now you're at this person's house for four hours with a bag of poop in your purse. I wouldn't put it in my (laughs) purse. I would leave it in the trash can. Just like waiting to leave so that you can take out the poop kind of thing. Okay, so this person gave us a few different situations that we can read. And she labeled them as either embarrassing or confession. I like this. You should... He or she is structured. Hey, love y'all's podcast and dynamic
1: together. Easily becoming one of my favorite podcasts. Love the chill chatting with friends vibe. Also, the fact that you have different personality types really makes it unique. I'm sure it does. (laughs) A lot of other duo podcasts I listen to are more or less always saying the same thing well shout out shout out embarrassing moments confession organized so y'all can choose the vibe you're looking for thank you i'm a i'm pro this all right we'll start with confession since she gave three of those there were multiple classes through college i wouldn't have passed if it weren't for cheating mostly my gen eds but some of my degree classes i probably should not have graduated or degrees because yes i have two okay
0: i think a lot of people do this have you cheated in college no oh come on not like you never took an online quiz or test and like looked up an answer well within the parameters of what was allowed no That's in terms insane. of like
1: if, if it were an online test and i didn't do honor lock then yes i used all my resources kind of thing yeah
0: but i didn't oh, like openly I cheat all the time
1: well i mean i like i said i pushed the boundaries however far i needed to but not like just straight up che- it's hard to cheat for one thing
0: i think the ability to cheat wisely is a skill oh i agree that's what i'm saying and i, there was, I honed in on that skill in like middle right, school what's an example okay uh, there's a lot of cheating in my high school like a lot of cheating so like an example would be making a like a formula cheat sheet and like taping it to your screen which is where like the proctor can't see it.
1: No, but I will say in terms of like, okay, for physics and college kind of thing, they did not limit what type of calculator you were allowed to have, right? But you were not allowed to bring a cheat sheet. In most classes, they limited which calculator you're allowed to have. So I took that as I can use whatever calculator I want. One of my calculators has a little notepad on it. So, you know what I did? I wrote down all the little formulas on Ooh, there, kind of thing. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, not cheating. They should have made them, like, the rules more secure. Yeah, like, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but in terms like, so I would do stuff like that. Morally, I'm like, yeah, I'm still doing what they told me not to do, but in a medium that they didn't
0: exclude. I think that all books should be open note because all books should be open I'm note. <laughs> All tests should be open note because that's just preparing you for, for the real world. Um, yeah. no, I think like largely what you do in the real world is just look things up. Yeah. But
1: the skill of like forcing you to study and like yeah, but yes, No, Conf- I agree. Confession.
0: I'm not much of a relationship person. I just haven't found the person for me and I'm not trying to waste my time. However, if I do find someone, I'm afraid I would be able to put myself in the position to cheat on them and just move on from it without thinking twice. She's afraid she's not. She's afraid, afraid she that she is going to cheat.
1: Interesting.
0: That is very self-aware. It's interesting too, because you're saying
1: like, I'm not much for rela- like you're not someone who is uh, always wanting someone else, but you're worried
0: that when you find someone, you're going to want someone else. Yeah. So maybe she's like also saying I'm not much of a monogamous person. Like I, I don't like to focus on just uh, one person. Yeah, yeah, like true. I'm always looking and playing the field type of thing that's hard you should confess this to whoever your future boyfriend will be and just be like hey by the way something i'm gonna
1: struggle with keep me accountable yeah okay read the embarrassing one when i was like 8 or 10 i was at my friend's party at chuck e cheese that's a throwback did you ever go chuck e cheese yes okay good I remember I needed to pee so badly. So I was running to the bathroom and I didn't make it. So right there in Chuck E. Cheese, next to the bathroom, I peed my pants. I was way too old to be doing that. So I was so, so ashamed. I remember it was the beginning of the parties. (laughs) That's unfortunate. So I spent the rest of the day at rest of the party sitting next to my friend's awkward dad pretending like i had a stomach ache and didn't want to go play the games i was so embarrassed i just remember lucky being chuck e cheese and sitting next to a weird old guy smelling my pee for at least two hours jeans aren't comfortable covered in pee by the way
0: that is tragic uh have i you ever feel peed really yourself? bad for you no i've never peed myself
1: can't say the same
0: <laughs> i have always been really good with bladder control
1: Mine was while running, but it wasn't number one. And this was as an adult, too.
0: Hey, ladies, love your podcast. A little confession to make. I used to work as a waitress in a pizzeria. The owner was super bipolar, and if something went wrong, you'd better hide if he found out. One time, I was serving beer to a table, and I wanted to place it on the coaster on the table. Unfortunately, there was this lemon wedge on the coaster that I hadn't seen because of the placing of the plates. The whole beer tipped over the pizza. I said I was very sorry and told him I would have a new pizza made and bring him a new, bi- a new beer. No big deal. I ran to the kitchen with the pizza completely soaked in beer. I didn't know what to do with it because I was busy, so I put it on the counter and left it. After work, my colleagues and I used to sit and chat, and sometimes people would eat. This is also the son of my boss and ex-boyfriend. Wow. They found the pizza in the kitchen and wondered why it was there and not eaten. Mind you, the beer had dried, and this person started eating it with the beer spilled over it, so it looked completely normal. But obviously it was still soggy to taste, which you could not see. They started eating it and I lost it. I couldn't tell them because my head would be chopped for spilling the beer in the first place, but it was too funny. While eating, they were wondering and said it had quite a strange taste. To this day, they still don't know. Love from the Netherlands. The Netherlands. That's kind of fun. Yeah. You have a global outreach. (laughs) One
1: time my husband and I were going to a marriage conference that was located in a hotel conference room aren't they all we showed up to the hotel and saw a bunch of people entering this one conference room so we assumed that was where it was being held there were people sitting at tables enjoying morning coffee muffins and treats so we helped ourselves and sat at the table as we sat there longer we noticed people were giving us weird looks we also noticed there was people of all different ages and there seemed to be a lot of single people there too after hearing some side conversation about last night we noticed one couple was getting a lot of attention that's when we realized it was a morning after brunch there were only like 20 to 30 people in the room lol so yeah we got up and left as soon as possible the (laughs) only thing more embarrassing than the morning after brunch is crashing one on accident also the weird thing is we never ended up figuring out where the
0: conference was oh my gosh so you go to a conference and then you go to like an actual wedding party and then you don't find the real conference and then you just go home. That's so
1: sad. <laughs> but I like how they just were, they just were like, yeah, we're not going to keep looking
0: around for this. We've, we've done too much. We need no, to leave. No, they, they were trying, but they couldn't find the real conference. The concierge not That is know. so awkward because there's only like 20 people there and you guys are just like eating all their food. Yeah, you and just show up and like, confidently sit yeah, down. Start making small talk. Everyone knows each other except for you. Wow. <laughs> this one has me dying. <laughs> Hi, Anna and Rachel. Finally, someone said your name first. She respects me. OMGGG. This is so embarrassing. Like borderline cringey too. <laughs> that is how she, she put, typed it though. She, she puts like H-U-H-U throughout like every sentence. <laughs> I like, like ready <laughs> he, he, he. but that's better. <laughs> My friend and I went to a cafe to catch up. <laughs> Why is that the cringe part? That's normal. I'm laughing at the Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 okay i'm gonna read it and whenever it says haha ha, you say it okay <laughs> we were there for hours and since i ordered a matcha latte my stomach ache and i really needed to poop so i went to the bathroom and pooped ha! <laughs> lol <laughs> however it wouldn't come out because of lack of water or something <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I scooped my own poop using a plastic thing and put that in the trash can and buried it buried it with tons of tissue. This is exactly what I said. And when I came back, my friend was like, I thought you pooped. Ha 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 ha
1: ha
0: She changed there, by the way. And I was like, oh, I have to wait for my turn and they only have one stall. Ha 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 ha. That's it. Thanks. <laughs> wait, I'm confused what happened. I- she she went to poop? the bathroom. She pooped oh i read it she couldn't poop oh no she said it couldn't go down she said it couldn't go down i thought she was saying it couldn't come like out she couldn't flush that's yeah I, at first i was like she's scooping her <laughs> yeah so <laughs> it was stuck in the toilet exact situation that i described so she scooped it out using something plastic and put it in the trash can and buried it with tons of tissue that's exactly what i would do but this is at a restaurant or a cafe i wouldn't care well, I would what if someone was it. behind you though in oh, line, see that's oh, probably what happened. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know,
1: we can't like leave it. Be like, sorry,
0: yeah. They're walking
1: right into that.
0: Oh, this—that's what I would do. I would scoop it out, wash my hands, put it in the trash can, cover it with a bunch of toilet paper. The, the trash guy is going to come take it out. Like, Alternatively, it's not a deal.
1: you could walk out, say to the person in line, "Excuse me, it's not working. I'm going to go get the manager,"
0: and then go get the manager. Just no, tell no, them no, it's no, not. No, fleshy. no, then the <laughs> manager would see so your poopy.
1: I don't know. I'm not reaching my hand in there and scooping out poop, but I'm glad that's like where your
0: social limits are. And you are aware of that. Uh, That's crazy. Guys, uh, we should do a poll and see like, if you were in this situation, how many of you guys would scoop the poop out and how many of you guys would call the manager? I'm curious to know the stats. If I had already paid for my coffee, I might not do either. Like if it were if, if, the end, you know, just leave. Just leave.
1: <laughs> like don't book it. Now. Exactly. Not like that person in the eye who's waiting in line and just like, we got to go. Like get my friend and be like, no, what leave. I would do
0: is I would say, hey, this bathroom <laughs> doesn't work. I walked in and there was poop in the toilet. So just be aware. No, what if you're in there for like 10 minutes and they know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're you either own it or you w- don't own it or you scoop the poop out. These
1: are the three options you have.
0: You probably would be in there for a while if you were like contemplating what to do so
1: yeah and you pooped
0: like the whole process (laughs) wow thank you guys for sending in these emails i think the poop one and the vomit one were my favorite and i think they're really relatable yeah
1: i just it's so funny how much how far we go to avoid things that everyone knows we do, like vomit yeah. and poop. Like, it's just so funny. Like, and I'm, I'm not saying I don't do it. It's like hilarious to me that we do this.
0: Let's all make an effort to be more open about our embarrassment and embrace it. That's, that's why I try to talk about my poop as much as possible, but it doesn't help. So stay tuned. I'll keep you guys posted if it works. Next Stay weekend. tuned for that. You know, the poop updates. Yeah. Only on this podcast. Oh, it's
1: a small amount of drama.
0: <laughs> Send us an email at a small amount of drama at
1: gmail.com.
0: <laughs> <dot> <laughs> We read advice emails all the time. What should we ask for next? Anything like specific, like confessions? Mm -hmm. Oh, send us your bad boss stories. If you've had a horrible boss or Or a coworker or coworker, like a terrible work life experience, send it in. We'll do a whole podcast on like bad bosses, terrible work experiences. We'll spill the tea. Oh, I got some. I got some flooding my mind right now. Awesome. So send it in once again, a small amount of drama at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, a small amount of drama. And uh,
1: yeah, by the time you're done reading this,
0: listening to this, I'll I'll be done with my race. So she'll be with that first place medal. I'm not (laughs) going to. Make sure to give us a five star review. At least five stars. At least. At least. More if possible. Yeah. And give us a written review if you are feeling generous. We really appreciate it. Yeah. I prefer an email over the written review though, honestly. Yeah. But the written review helps the podcast. Yeah. But the the emails are funny if you had to choose one send an email instead like with your story yeah signing out adios